Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. That's the decision they made. I think it's a mistake. They should listen to Dr. Fauci and the scientists and the experts. Um, and uh, But uh, I think it's not responsible. No, that's not the attitude I wanted on the opening day of Major League Baseball. Crack! <sighs> the crowd goes wild! Yes! Baseball's back on time. April 1st, traditional start of the season. 162 games, full season, and people in the stands, including that's the Texas Rangers that President Biden was referring to. They're going to have a full crowd there, and he's like, that's a bad idea, Dr. Fauci. What about carrying the virus in your nostrils? And um, so, whatever. But uh, it's exciting. So baseball back with people in the stands. Depends on where you live, how many people they're allowing in the stands. Um. Uh, who's going to be good this year? I saw something. Some sports magazine said the Dodgers might be the best team in the history of Major League Baseball. So I don't well, know. Well, here are your predictions, Jack. If this stupid website would quit resetting, <laughs> in the AL East, they like the Yankees. AL Central. AL Central, the pale hose of Chicago. The White Sox picked by 28 of the 37 experts. The pale hose? The pale hose. 
Cubs. That's right. I remember him being called that as a kid growing up in Chicagoland. I was a Cubbies fan. I hated the pale hose for some reason, because people are tribal is why. Uh, in the AL West, the Astros, a narrow favorite over the Angels. Uh, the wild card teams, nobody cares, and it's all a prediction. Moving to the National League in the East, it's El Bravos, the racist Braves of Atlanta. A prohibitive favorite, according to our panel of experts. The NL Central, it's the Redbirds over the Brewers, the Cubs, and the Reds. Uh, great defense, uh, offense, pitching, blah, 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 the obvious. <laughs> the things that incorporate baseball. <laughs> they'll the do them better good than baseball teams do. And they'll do them better, marginally better than the other teams. And on the best coast in the National League, the overwhelming pick is the La Dodgers. 34 of the 37 experts pick them. The other three, the Padres, the exciting young Padres, who I will be rooting for like crazy. Uh, my, uh, my former favorite team, uh, the uh, Giants of San Francisco, absolutely have blown for several years now, and they're boring. Uh, what are the odds? Do we, do we have anything on that? Uh, for 100 to 1. What? <laughs> Uh, World Series, the Dodgers are a plus 300 favorite. That means about a 3-1 to one, uh, underdog. You get uh, $300 for every $100 you bet. Uh, Yankees are in second with that, a plus 550. Padres, third favorite to win mm-hmm. the World Series, okay. plus 800. Padres is the third favorite to win. Okay, Two can... of the three-in-one division. That's exciting. Can I get an NFT of those or anything? Or Not that... yet, but uh, <laughs> give it time. Oh, man, I'm so happy that baseball's back. Do, love, do love people it. want to hear that wet blanket kind of sound from Joe Biden on the opening day of Major League uh, you Baseball? Go, Jesus, stay home. Stay in your home <laughs> with a mask on and be scared. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, since uh, Governor Abbott uh, engaged in Neanderthal thinking, he was called a murderer for lifting the statewide mask mandate. Uh, many people say to distract from the terrible uh, energy outages after the ice storm. Uh, the, the cases in Texas have continued to fall quite steadily. It just has not had much of a result. Partly, if you're going to be honest, partly because businesses still can say, hey, if you come in here, you got to have a mask on. And that's where people are m- most likely to interact is indoors in a business. But anyway, the, uh, the murder, the Neanderthal uh, thing did not come true on any level. So it's April 1st. Uh, I just texted my oldest, who's 11, um, hey, I had to drop off my truck for repair. I'll be picking you up from school in a pink PT Cruiser. I'll see you at 415. <laughs> oh, that's good. And then to that's my nine-year-old, good. I just texted on his iPod, did you hear President Biden just outlawed Minecraft? I can't believe it. <laughs> we'll see how that goes over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Although, come on now, a little Henry, is he going to panic? Or, uh, he might. Oh, man. Might send him in con- to conniptions. <laughs> oh, no. No. Speaking of youngsters in difficult circumstances, even the liberal media is really hammering the situation on the border. The New York Times with a harrowing story entitled No Place for a Child Inside the Tent Camp Housing Thousands of Migrant Children. It's a far. It's well over four thousand kids now in an area originally uh, designated for two hundred and fifty, at least pandemic numbers. Um, you know what's interesting is, you know, the one of the real biases of media is toward the more exciting and the more conflicty and and, and dangerous or whatever. I heard once that that 
Texas facility designed for 250 people was actually designed for 1,000, yeah. but 250 was the COVID number. Yeah. But even the New York Times, who you'd think would be, you know, rallying to the side of the Biden administration, they don't even mention that in the article. Yeah, so I thought that was an interesting one. Um, uh, on, on one hand, it makes the numbers sound better for the Biden crowd. It's not quite eight times. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's still way out of control, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the numbers... But I don't think they're in any position where we can say, well, if it weren't for COVID, that they were allowing, because they're, they're the COVID is scary, we all need to take this very seriously, and it's the fourth wave crowd. Right. And so they can't act like, you know, holding to those COVID stats isn't important, so I don't think they're pointing that out. Right, and at the risk of a tangent on a tangent on a tangent, uh, the COVID numbers are very high among these kids. Yeah. It's spreading. Although, of course, they're all going to be fine because they're children. On the other hand, and we mentioned this yesterday briefly, San Diego uh, Union School District, Unified School District, whatever the name is, um, teachers are being brought in to teach the migrant children in person even though San Diego kids are forbidden from learning in person because of the uh, the teachers' union. That is the craziest story I've heard during this whole thing. If that doesn't make you militant or want to pull your kids out of school, I mean, they're, I know private schools are expensive. I wish there was some way school choice could really get going, and, and you folks that have kids who are getting indoctrinated or, or not educated or screwed in, in the way we've been talking about in the public schools, I wish you could have the freedom to to get them out and vote with your feet, because that's when a democracy really works, is when you can withdraw your support of something that's crappy. So important. So the, the, the kids who came into this country illegally are getting taught in person, while U.S. children, whose parents have paid the taxes for the school system, do not get an education. That's correct. It's absolutely mind-blowing that that could even happen. Yeah. Yep. It's astonishing. So uh, they're detailing how the youngest children are sleeping in play pens of the, instead of the larger pods where older children are stretched out shoulder to shoulder all the way ap- across the pod. 17-year-old girl here is caring for a, a newborn. They don't make it clear whether it's hers or not. Uh, grim conditions, the pictures, the kids just crowded together, jammed into a single pod intended for fewer than 50 were, uh, da, 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 what does it say, hundreds of them, I guess? Uh, about 3,300 of the migrants being housed at the soft-sided structure are children who cross the border without parents or guardians. In February alone, more than 9,400 minors arrived without parents. They're expecting many, many more. They have over 4,000. Uh, the U.S. currently has more than 17,000 beds for the minors in tent camps. The administration is projecting it will need more than 35,500 beds by the end of May. That's their own projection. Just crazy. And, and, and it's all because the Biden administration on the campaign trail and then the transition sent out the message. All these mean Trump policies will be suspended. Welcome. Come on in. Now, adding her always reasonable voice to the conversation is one AOC. Listen to this collection of woke gibberish. We'll break it down afterward. Uh, Sean, number 31, please. They want to say, what about the surge? Well, first of all, just gut check, stop. Anyone who's using the term surge around you consciously is trying to invoke a militaristic frame. And that's a problem. 
because these this is not a surge. These are children and they are not insurgents and we are not being invaded, which by the way, is a white supremacist idea, philosophy, the idea that if an other is coming in the population, that this is like an invasion of who we are. People believe that crap. That was half a dozen different kinds of crazy and or wrong, beginning with the word uh, surge, which means a sudden, powerful forward or upward movement, especially by a crowd or by a natural force, such as the waves or tide. So let's see a powerful forward movement by a crowd. That, no, because they're not insurgents and we're not at war. What? And once again, boogity boogity, boogity boogity. The specter of white supremacy is invoked. White supremacy, the witches of the 21st century. Well, I'll tell you what, I don't know what I would do if I was in the Biden White House now that you're at this point. Uh, I don't know what I would do. Oh, they have a terrible, terrible conundrum on their hands. I, you know, to get back to the, the kids are there. The kids are there already and they're still coming. I, I don't know what you do. Oh, yeah. And they have a they cannot process the kids as fast as they're coming in now. So we've got thousands of them. The numbers are growing every single day because the flow across the border is faster than the outflow to the government storage facilities or wherever they're sending these kids. And they're expecting the rate of it, the influx, the surge, AOC, you dimwit. They're expecting the, the, the pace of that to increase. So we're fall, falling further and further behind with all these kids jammed into the, the cages, as they were called during the Trump administration. Did you see the video of the kid, uh, the little kid dropped over the border? Uh, two of them, two little girls, yeah. How old were they? They looked little because I was just watching some sort of infrared video thing. Yeah, I think it said they were nine and four or something yeah, like that. And the one I saw looked like a pretty little kid. Yeah, terrible. Uh, the coyote perched on the edge of the fence or a parent or whatever, reached down as far as they could, dangled the kid by their arm, then dropped them the last six, seven feet. Oof. And the kid lay crumpled for a very long time. In the desert. Terrible. Yeah. That's with rough. a You know, with a, a phone number pinned to the inside of her shirt to call... You know, auntie or whatever. Yeah, dang it, that's a mess. Yeah, uh, there is getting worse. And another interesting development of something I hadn't heard from the Chauvin trial. We'll have to bring that to you at some point this hour. Um, I've appealed to a couple of my attorney buddies for their analysis of how it's gone so far. I can bring you that. Oh, I'd like to hear that. That's interesting stuff. Um, that's what I'm shooting for. The jobless numbers are out. Uh, they're back up. It's still a very large number, unfortunately. I got my COVID vaccine yesterday. So I'm suffering the side effects. I'll tell you all about them because you, you want to know about my stool, don't you? Isn't that why you tune in? Wow. No? No, I'm not dignifying that. You, you, okay. You're out there on an island. Enjoy, Gilligan. It's a health, it's a health warning, <laughs> I think. Uh, a bunch of stuff on the way. Text line 415-295-KFTC. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Sentence has seven. 
seven different meanings depending on which word you stress. I never said she ate my sandwich, meaning I didn't say it, maybe someone else did. I never said she ate my sandwich. Here, I'm really denying the blame. I never said she ate my sandwich, meaning I maybe implied it, but I never said it. I never said she ate my sandwich, means I said someone else ate it. I never said she ate my sandwich, meaning maybe I said she dropped it. I never said she ate my sandwich, meaning I said she ate someone else's sandwich. I never said she ate my sandwich. She ate something of mine, but it wasn't my sandwich. That's beautiful. Seven different meanings to one sentence. I never said she ate my sandwich. I love that. I never said she ate my sandwich. Oh, that's so good. I never said she ate my sandwich. (laughs) Sandwich eating biatch. Stop eating all the sandwiches. (laughs) Hey, sweetheart, get out. Quit eating sandwiches. Wow. Oh, uh, that's pretty good. Oh, hey, coming up, we have a big uh, Derek Chauvin trial uh, update for you. But, oh, speaking of language, did you hear about the mysterious tweet from U.S. Strategic Command that went out uh, over the weekend and made the Internet go crazy? So what was it? I saw just like a headline about it. It was, uh, uh, quote, semicolon, L, semicolon, semicolon, G-M-L-X-Z-S-S-A-W, it read. It quickly went viral, thousands of likes and retweets. Uh, people made jokes. Then, uh, the, uh, uh, the tweet also circulated among the QAnon crowd, some believing it was a secret message. Oh, uh, turned out to be the toddler of one of the officers who had the Twitter account huh. open, and he uh, left the kid next to his keyboards as he went out of the room and back in again, and the kid just somehow... Uh, type nonsense and uh, and hit send. But if, I think I the fact that the QAnon crowd thought that it was, you know, whatever is just too much. Yeah, if I if I accidentally tweeted out my password, I too would blame it on, oh, no, the toddler yeah. just sat on the keyboard. Right, exactly. Unfortunately, we are now at war with Liechtenstein <laughs> as a result of that tweet. Unrelated note, has anybody seen my nukes? <laughs> Where are my nukes at? So authorities announced yesterday that they determined the cause of Tiger Woods' car crash, but they're not going to tell us. Yeah, I heard that. It's private information, which could be a health thing, right? Is that a HIPAA thing? If it turns out he's all ambient up, would that be a private health matter no not if it results in a car crash okay. if he was ambient up because of uh like if he was a la- uh, under prescription to take those things would it be protected? not if it results in a car crash okay hmm. i mean they, they could be vague about it they could not name the drug although i don't think that's a, a can you come either. up with a possible reason for the wreck that would be a secret uh, it's none of your business it's uh <laughs> I was waiting, Michael. Uh, it's classified. He was working for the CIA. <laughs> he was uh, undercover uh, staking out, uh, I don't know, Adam Scott, who's he actually, Australian. Why would you stake him out? He actually <laughs> did make it onto the Navy SEALs, and he's uh, in an undercover operation. Right. He's on, on his way to whoop China's ass. <laughs> he was commuting to his job, whooping China's ass. I don't. I have no idea why they would say that. Do you see France has got the COVID so bad, they're shutting down schools for three weeks and all domestic travel for a month. No travel in the country of France for a, the next month. Wow. Because they're at their worst point of the whole COVID thing. We're almost out of it, and a lot of us are living like it's over, and rightfully so, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a whole bunch of other countries. Remember early on, we were... Constantly hearing how only the United States has done such a horrible job. But, um, yeah, they, they're in trouble in a lot of other countries. 
Yeah, back to the theme of truth-free narratives. It, that the truth is not important. What's important is if you can pitch a narrative and get it to catch hold, especially on the Internet. So, yeah, the U.S. is handling this terribly. Stupid, stupid Trump. I got the vaccine yesterday, and I feel like I've been punched in the arm, but other than that, no side effects. Um, the latest from the Chauvin trial, some interesting testimony yesterday, and a bunch of other stuff. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Another critical eyewitness, former Cup Foods clerk Christopher Martin, testified he immediately knew the $20 bill Floyd gave him was fake and was going to have it taken from his own paycheck if he accepted it, so he went outside twice to talk with Floyd, who did not comply. Martin added that while in the store, Floyd was in good spirits but seemed under the influence with delayed speech. It kind of took him a little long to get to what he was trying to say, so it would appear that he was high. Martin said on the stand that he is still haunted about what happened. If I would have just not taken the bill, this could have been avoided. 
Yeah, it's too bad he feels responsibility for that. I mean, he, he tried twice to convince George Floyd not to try to give him that $20 bill. Well, yeah. he, after the fact, he tried to get a real 20 off of him. Oh, he went okay. out to his car. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah, poor kid. I mean, come on now. Although, you know, this is a tangent, but uh, what happened was uh, he wasn't sure about the bill, but he took it. Then he looked at it and realized, wait a minute, this is fake. And he told his manager, and his manager told him, you go out there and uh, make him give you a real one. <laughs> the manager wouldn't do it. Coward. Sent him out twice. <clears throat> anyway. And that's what the original 911 call was over, and that's what led to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Dude passing bad 20s. It's, it's interesting how many people feel responsible for uh, for him dying. Or feel like they could have done more. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. I, I wouldn't have wanted to watch that. You'd never forget that. No, no. Terrible. Especially Terrible. the way it looked at the time, you know, not, not even knowing the particulars. Well, it looked like you were watching somebody being murdered. Be, I can't imagine seeing that. You'd never forget it. Yeah, uh, a couple of lawyer friends of mine weighed in and uh, made such comments as, uh, in keeping with the March Madness theme, if I were ESPN and doing the in-game chance of winning analysis, I would say the prosecution is about 80% uh, convi- uh, chance of convicting at this point. Really? Of something. Of course, the defense has a chance to chip away, but in my opinion, the prosecution did everything with these witnesses they could possibly do in their favor, and the defense didn't do them much damage. Well, and that uh, the lawyer for Chauvin, I don't like his tone. Unless he's going to have a different tone, I don't think it works at all. Yeah, he's got to be really careful. He's in an interesting position because he's got to... He's got to chip away at the witness testimony in one way or another, whether it's their credibility or the rest of the story that they didn't tell or whatever. That's his job. But if he ever loses the tone of, this is a tragedy and we right. all regret it. I think he has. Oh, he absolutely has. Yeah. So, Repeatedly. I mean, he, when he's beaten up on a you know, underage girl who's crying about uh, how awful it was, <laughs> and, and his tone was not... Anything of, uh, I, I fully understand how awful this is for you and what an awful thing it was, but it wasn't that at all. Yeah. And same with that uh, MMA fighter, his tone with him. And you were angry, weren't you? Don't try to bait me into losing my temper up here when I watched some guy die in the street, you scumbag. That's what I would have thought as a juror. I would, I would hate, I would hate that lawyer as a juror. Now, I don't know how much that plays in to your decision. It's a, oh, it's a factor. It's absolutely a factor. But I, I would hate that lawyer. I would think you're a dick. Yeah. I don't like your attitude on this at all. Having been a juror on a few occasions, I can tell you the lawyers try so hard to ingratiate themselves with the jury, it makes your skin crawl. I could believe like that. they're going to try to sell you a vacuum at the end of it. <laughs> I can believe that. Yeah, so yeah, he's either a bad lawyer or a good lawyer who is desperate and is grasping at straws. I don't know, it's interesting. Oh, here's a twist. A key witness, the guy who was hanging with George Floyd on the day he died, has informed the court he will invoke the Fifth Amendment if asked to testify and will not appear. The other dude in the car is what I read. Yes, exactly. So, wow. So is he just worried he's going to get some questions that gets him in trouble? Well, he's all sorts of different sorts of criminal. That that doesn't surprise me. So that... Is he gonna? Is he worried there's going to be some questions where he has to admit he had a gun or illegal drugs or he's a drug dealer or whatever, and he's going to end up in trouble? Yeah, stuff like that. Authorities had previously said this guy, whose name I skipped his first name, is Hall, something Hall. 
uh, Lester Morris Lester Hall, age 42. They'd said he was a key witness in the investigation, seen in police body camera video sitting in the car with Floyd and a woman. Uh, prosecutors and defense had listed Hall as a potential witness. Uh, Hall told the New York Times last June that Floyd didn't resist the arrest and uh, was was happy to help with uh, bringing justice, etc. But now he's saying he's not going to testify. He's, uh, he actually disappeared after the incident to Texas where he was apprehended. He had, where's the list of warrants? He was he wanted on all sorts of warrants, mm-hmm. weapons charges, drug charges, uh, all sorts of different stuff. So was he seen as a real benefit to Chauvin or to the other side? Well, both uh, both sides had said they wanted him to testify, and uh, er, certainly early on, he was called a key witness by the uh, the folks trying to prosecute Chauvin. So, so all baseball stadiums here on the opening day of Major League Baseball are not handling the pandemic the same. You got everything from tiny crowds to full stadiums, and uh, and some other stuff you probably ought to know about. We'll tell you about that after we tell you about Car Shield, which is now. America's number one auto protection company, and I think there's a chance you don't even know about it. So you at least ought to have this on your radar as a way to protect yourself and your car if you're driving around with a car that doesn't have any warning. Yeah, and I love the way they put this because it rings so true in my uh, my memory, my history, that your car doesn't care what you've been saving money for, your mortgage, your bills, uh, tuition, your your dream vacation. Then your car breaks, and you got to pay for the repair, and sometimes it's a lot, unless you're protected by CarShield. Yeah, car, this is not a good time for me with April 15th coming up, so your car doesn't I, care. I don't care. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, you get to use your favorite mechanic and roadside assistance and all the cool stuff you would want with the best auto protection company out there. They've helped over a million drivers already. Use CarShield. I'm sorry, go to CarShield.com. Use the code Armstrong to save 10%. That's CarShield.com. The code Armstrong, a deductible, may apply. One more time, CarShield.com. Use the code Armstrong. Delta, Apple, and other companies really going after Georgia for the Jim uh, Jim Eagle laws? Yeah, and Coke. But it's so, God, this is so bad. This is so ugly. You've got a fake narrative about the laws. You got the woke savages whipped up, just screaming that they'll do damage. And you have terrified corporations kneeling at them, kneeling at their feet, begging not to not be battered. We'll have to get into some of the details on that coming up. So, uh, what team is it? There? How many teams have full stadiums? Is it only Texas? Hold on. It's his soul trying to escape. Uh-oh. Who can blame it? I got the vaccine yesterday. Coronavirus! I have, uh, I do have a sore throat and an earache. Could that be from getting the vaccine? Mm. I never get a sore throat and an earache. Those are odd symptoms I of your heard about that uh, immune system awakening and recognizing the invader. I don't know. That seems odd to me. Yeah. Oh, coming up, speaking of body functions, and I realize how childish and idiotic this sounds, uh, but... It, who would have the bigger poops, Godzilla or King Kong? Scientists actually weighed in on the topic. Okay, and I would like to hear Sean actually watch the movie, and I think there's probably a lot of families that, like me. Yeah, that the thing Joe was talking about it didn't come up in the movie. <laughs> yeah, and when you hear about one of them, you're going to wonder why. Well, because it should be a major plot point. The director's <laughs> cut will have the 17 unseen scat moments. <laughs> Tell you what, you'd need like an army of bulldozers. Uh, back to Major League Baseball debuting today. Ah, and yes. The stadiums all around the country, and some are kind of open, and some are completely open. Giants fans in San Francisco will need negative coronavirus test or 
vaccination proof to attend games. How recent does your test have to be? Because as we all know, the, the day after your test, you don't know if you got it in the last 24 hours. So hey, I suspect that's in the fine print somewhere, but I don't know. Um, I got my card that will be completely filled out when I get my second shot, but uh, I suppose we'll be carrying that around for a while. I don't know what all restaurants, ball games, museums, airplanes, what I'll need to, to carry that around for. You got the Moderna? Is that what you said? Yeah, Team Moderna, woo! I'd rather Woo! see my sister in a whole house than my brother getting the Moderna shot. Pfizer sucks! I'm oh. Team Moderna! <laughs> I asked him which one it was just for, for shiggles, knowing I didn't have any choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would do the same. I'm curious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They told me as I walked in, you're I, getting the blankety blank, the Pfizer shot. I like the way you uh, you do several different times you have to be become aware of the possible side effects. In our lawyered-up society. Oh, yeah. So the fact that uh, I was told originally when I signed up for this, then filled out some paperwork that told it to me, and then when I go in there, they go over it one more time before they jab me in the arm. That sort of stuff drives me crazy because I know what's driving it. It's the fact that they're afraid that that third time, if they didn't tell me about the side effects, I'm going to be able to sue. I had no idea I could get a headache from this thing. You owe me a million dollars. They only told me twice. And there's a chance that that could work? Yeah. Enough yeah. of a chance that could work, they got to tell you that third time. And then you got to sign a piece of paper saying, you know that you've heard the third time that you could get side effects from this. All that's, right, that's, already. That's not good. That's not good to have a society like that. Tell you what, it's the Francification of America. We are slowly but surely turning into France. We're just clogged up with bureaucracy and rules and and some misguided uh, idea of equity. Ah, it's frustrating. Um, I do absolutely plan to watch Godzilla versus King Kong uh, this weekend with the kids. So I need to hear uh, Sean's review, and then my kids will be very interested in Joe's angle on this story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which of the gigantic beasts would have the biggest poop? Scientists weighed in. It is ac- it's, it's pretty interesting scientifically. Fantastic. Armstrong and Getty. get back into this giant infrastructure uh, legislation. It's going to be two parts, totaling three, four trillion dollars. It's some of the biggest spending that's ever happened in the history of planet Earth. Certainly when you add it together with the other six trillion we've spent already since the pandemic started, it's the most any country's ever spent by far. And certainly in that amount of time. And you're burying the lead. 85 to 95% of it ain't infrastructure at all. Unless you're going to really get into counting the human infrastructure and equity infrastructure and uh, a couple other terms that they've, uh, they've invented. Okay. So uh, we'll, we'll talk equity about that. Equity infrastructure, please. Um, so the movie King Kong versus Godzilla is out. Yes. I, I can stream it at my house. My kids have never been this excited about a movie. <laughs> wow. Ever. Huh. 
Um, so, briefly, how is it? it given positive Sean, given, official movie reviewer, because he's the only guy who goes to them. But given the parameters of what we expect oh. it to be, not like the way you know movie critics often do. They compare it to Das Boot. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, this the, is the character of King Kong was one-dimensional. The angry ape was never anything other than an angry ape. <laughs> uh, it, on the short list of dumbest movies I've ever seen, and I loved every minute of it. <laughs> okay, there you go. Um, I like that review. It, 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 on it, the it, short list of dumbest movies oh, I've ever it is, seen. It is great. It is at the apex of possibly all cinematic achievement. Um, uh we can talk about this more after you've seen it, but I do think there is an underlying current of this is what happens when you let your children listen to too many podcasts, so be careful. Hmm. Um, uh, and there, <laughs> But uh, they, it hits the ground running. They do not waste any time. Yes, before. not a lot of character development. No, no, no. <laughs> the, the, the characters are practically mannequins in this movie. They, they don't really do much except for act idiotically. Um, and, 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 and doing so in blatant ways that, oh, why would they do that? Oh, because it helps make the next gotcha. scene make so more sense. So it sounds like it's getting a little Sharknado-ish. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's way closer to that than Das Boot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, which is fine. I enjoy the hell out of Sharknado. <laughs> sure. Sure, that's fantastic. How uh, how scary and or sexy at any point since my kids are young? Uh, uh, not sexy at all. Okay. Um, and uh, not I'm I'm a terrible judge at what would scare children uh, sure. of various ages. Yeah. Um, but it seems very over the top. Um, cartoony CGI cartoony. Yeah. There's not um, uh, you know possible spoiler alert. Monsters get ripped apart, so maybe that could be a bridge too far for for some children. I think that'll be fine. I just like we watched uh, one of your superhero movies. I don't remember which one that had Robert Downey Jr. in it, where he was being tortured by Islamic fundamentalists. It was just it was oh, pretty yeah. rough. Yeah, well, that was uh, one of the Iron Man. Yeah, was that the Iron on, yeah. Man? Oh, yeah, God. maybe even the first one when he was still like an arms dealer. <laughs> that yeah. was that was pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Okay, well we'll we'll check it out. Family movie night tomorrow night. Cannot wait. I get the biggest bowl of popcorn you can possibly make <laughs> and i'm sorry because i'm so not up on movies especially this sort i can stream it at home uh yeah this is available on the uh the hbo max that is also available in in theater they did one of the the parallel releases and the beautiful thing about hbo max and all those services is get them today cancel them tomorrow there you go if you want yeah so uh the folks at mental floss if you're a parent and you don't know about mental floss you should it is a uh their genius is at getting kids interested in science by approaching it on a kid level or a childish man level, which is why I still enjoy it. <clears throat> and uh, as their introduction goes, as soon as you see the movie titled Godzilla vs. Kong, you know you're not in for a legal showdown a la Kramer vs. Kramer or The People vs. Larry Flint. You understand that the way the two titular characters will be pitted against each other will be violent. What if, though, instead of fighting one another, the two legendary monsters decided to settle their differences with a who-can-do-the-biggest-poo competition? We asked some scientists to weigh in on the details to help us declare a winner. I'm immediately voting (coughs) Kong on this. Godzilla is a (coughs) nuclear-powered dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. According to Dr. Cat Hobater, quote, gorillas produce very large volumes of feces. Uh, they tell Mental Floss that they have a high-fiber diet and have to consume large quantities of often relatively low-tradition plant matter, nutrition plant matter, to get the resources they need. Yeah, that's my guess based on my experience at the Kansas City Zoo gorilla cage. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a good point. Uh, gorillas evacuate their bowels every few hours. Typically, a six-foot-tall, 350-pound gorilla would produce about a half pound of fecal matter with each go. 
which is a fairly human size amount, but they go a lot more often. That'd be a pretty small gorilla. Did you say 250 pounds? 350. Six foot 350. Kong is very, very big. According to stats put out by the movie's official channels, he is 337 feet tall. And while no weight is given, um, in his last movie, he was said to weigh 158 tons at the height of 104 feet. He's tripled in height in that time. So assuming his proportions have remained largely the same, <laughs> that is likely to mean a 27-fold increase in weight, putting him somewhere in the region of 4,226 tons. Now, now, if a 350-pound gorilla poops several times a day yes. and each one weighs is, about point zero zero sixteen percent of the animal's just, body this weight. This is just the very sort of fractions my son is doing in fifth grade right now. If Kong does that, too, we should expect 6.6 tons of turd. And we're looking at five poops a day, each one weighing more than an Apache helicopter. Damn! I weigh my, uh, compare mine in the weight of Apache helicopters also. <laughs> I do I do naval ships, but that's fine, you know, you pick you. And this is, this is what Mental Floss is so good about. You've learned about gorillas' diets, and I left some of the details mm-hmm. out that are, are more science-y, but... And Kong won't even look for a skyscraper to hide behind. Unlike some species of ape, for instance, chimpanzees don't like to be watched while they defecate. Gorillas are not fussy about where they do their poos. And so, anyway, we've got five Apache helicopters a day. Now, the Godzilla stuff gets pretty involved. It has to do with reptile diets and um, whether Godzilla is an aquatic creature or not. Long story short, uh, King Kong, not even close. Uh, Godzilla, large, multicolored oil slicks in the water. All right. You would not want to sail through it. And I won't. But they get into a discussion of warm-blooded, cold-blooded, or um, mesothermic, which they're starting to think the, the uh, dinosaurs were. They were partly warm-blooded, partly cold-blooded. That's interesting that chimpanzees don't want to be seen doing that, and that seems to be a natural human tendency. It just seems to be, and, uh, and, and apes don't care. Yeah, I wonder whether it's that you're uh, vulnerable at that point. I mean, it's difficult to leap into battle at that moment. I mean, I've never been asked to. I've never had to. Maybe it's easier than I think. And you know what's rarely vulnerable? A six foot, 350 pound gorilla. Yeah, that's a good point. Bring it. Yeah, I know I'm sitting on the can. Bring it. Yeah. Now, later, whenever, go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> exactly. That's what the pooping King Kong is saying. Armstrong and Getty. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.